Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome to Business Garage. Thank you so much for joining us. We come again to start off a powerful conversation. Last week, we brought you a panel of, of, of business people, business leaders, and they were talking about vision and reminding us that now the nation is open. We are no longer trying to survive, but it's time for us to start envisioning the people that we work with, our businesses, and say it's time to take more territory. And so we thought, how about we bring you stories this month of people who began something during a season when the world thought we should be sat... My God, did you know what I said? Sitting down. Yeah, my village is not far. Shutting down, okay? And then instead, people were rising up and starting new ventures. Today we bring you the story of a business leader, Mrs. Claire Rueza, who is also pastor, Claire Rueza, a zono pastor at Worship Harvest Nakawa. Mr. Rueza, we send you greetings. We see you here in the house. Yeah, we feel your support. And so, uh, Claire, welcome. Thank you, thank you so it's much, Pastor. It's really nice Lee. to have you. I do not dare, I cannot dare to pronounce the name of your business before you do. First, tell me what it is, then I will say it. Matto Concepts and Properties. Matto. Uh, you will see the spelling and you will have mercy on me that it's not for regular people to just be able to pronounce such a word. I could say Mayertel. Matto Concepts. So this is the managing director, founder, CEO, and senior president. Hey! Also, you start your thing and we'll give you those titles of Mattel Concepts. So Claire, welcome. I'd like you to start by telling these people a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What did you study? Did you study business in school? What were your dreams when you were growing up? Eh, I'm moreover in like very few minutes, but I know you have a gift. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor B3. Thank you, Upmore, for the opportunity of being here at Business Garage. I've been an avid follower because business, I think, runs in our blood. Uh -huh. um, you're asking about my story. My story begins with my grandmother, Georgina. Wow. My <laughs> grandmother was a businesswoman. Uh -huh. And my mother and all my mother's sisters are businesswomen. And so I grew up in a household of women who were doing business. Mm -hmm. um, my dad, the first car he drove, I'm not ashamed to say, my mom saved money from a shop and paid most of it wow. to buy him a car. Mm -hmm. So I grew up around money. I don't know this thing of money is evil. No, for us, money is a very good thing. <laughs> And why I emphasize that is because my grandfather was part of the East African revivalists. Wow. My great-grandfather was called Abraham. My great-grandmother was called Sarah. The church in our home village is built on their land. So for us, business and ministry have been intertwined. In fact, wow. my mom is a pastor. You people. Yeah. 
but that is half the story. So I grow up, and then around S3, I discover something called architecture. Oh. And I was so excited. So I come home and tell my dad, I'm going to be an architect. Mm -hmm. He's like, what is that? Mm. I even told my grandfather, I'm going to be an architect. Then he said, in Ruchiga, what is that? Uh-huh, in Ruchiga, tell us what is it. Then I told him, the best translation was builder. Then he was like, really, my child. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Your mother was supposed to be a doctor. She didn't become a doctor because she conceived you and was, could not stand cadavers. Mm. Why don't you help us? And you be a doctor, mm. not a builder. Yeah, mm. so I go and study five years of architecture mm -hmm. to the disappointment of my grandfather and become a builder. <laughs> but all through my university days, the thing that was on my heart was I wanted to own land. Wow. Because mm, I used to see my father. He, was, he still is my hero. And the thing my father, where his money went, was in the land. Mm. So I wanted to do architecture so that I can build buildings, but I wanted to own them. Okay. Mm. So in university, when other people were getting their faculty allowance and spending it, mm. I was saving doing? to buy land. But Claire, you've been focused for too mm. long. But here is the problem. Mm. Then I met a gentleman. Oh, praise God. Praise God for people like <laughs> this gentleman. Yeah. yeah, so that gentleman mm. wanted a car. Very good. At least now we are starting feeling normal. <laughs> so I had managed to save some money. Mm. But we made the wise decision to buy a car. To buy a car. <laughs> Dr. Weza, we send you greetings. <laughs> But here is his redemption. Uh -huh. This was happening before we got married. So... Ah. Ah, people uh, have power. <laughs> so, he comes to ask for my hand in marriage and they told him, ask the bachiga, uh -huh. you have to pay dowry. He said, I'll pay anything. He okay. sold his car, Bambi. Bambi. Oh. Mm. Oh. He sold his car so that mm. he could marry you. Uh -huh. okay, okay. So when we got married, mm. on the 6th of September, mm. eh? On the 10th, it was a Tuesday morning, Moon. I got out a notebook and said, when are we buying land? People, this is honeymoon. Mm. Honeymoon conversations. Notebook. The, the when are we buying the, land? The witness is in the house. Then he said, but Claire. Mm. I told him, in a marriage, you have to be serious. You have to buy land. <laughs> the other time... I could allow the money to go to the car, but this we are married. We and are married. marriage is serious. Marriage is serious. So mm. he told me, let us enjoy the honeymoon. Give me three weeks. Bambi. <laughs> Give me I, three weeks. Eh, no, he said, let us enjoy the honeymoon. Then he said, so I said, how much time do you need? For enjoyment. Then he said, at least like three weeks. And for sure. You gave him on exactly. the 30th of September. I asked him, now what are we the going to have ended. Uh, three weeks have ended. He said three weeks of what? But he had forgotten. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, just to take you back a little. So I study architecture, but in my fifth year, I was totally bored with drafting. Because, you know, when you get in, I thought architecture was going to get there and immediately I start building. building. But... School of architecture, it had the fun side, 
but there was a lot of drafting. Mm. In fact, I was doing too many People pages. People wondered what drafting is. I sent greetings to architects out there. <laughs> We're doing PJs. Mm, they should not hear this. But pajamas, PJs. Uh, uh, private jobs. Oh, uh, okay. So, wow. I was already making money. Mm. Maybe I'll also take you back a little. I started doing business in P7 because of my mom, okay. earning my own money. In fact, in P7 back, I was doing crochet. I was already making money. Okay. In S4 back, when I came back from school, I was baking, I was making money. So me, I've always been used to having my own money. Mm. Eh. No wonder that honeymoon you wanted to eh. find out mm. Mm. You, are, you are unique. Yes. Mm. So S6, I was making money. Campus, I was making money. So my whole life I've been making money. Mm. So for me, things about making money, they excite me wow. very much. We thank God. Yes. So, but my whole focus has always been on real estate in some form or manner. Mm. So I leave university and I decide I'm going to work for a real estate firm for two reasons. One, the people who are offering me architectural work immediately who are paying peanuts. And in my mind, I was like, I cannot do this. So I went and applied at two of the best real estate firm. And guess what? The best one took me on. Yay. Yeah. And I really want to honor Judy Rugasira because she gave me the opportunity to get into the real estate world. She's mm. currently still leading Night Frank. Yes. So that is how my journey began into real estate yes. wow what a journey mm. what a journey all right so this has been many years since university days mm. since night frank mm. so coming from working in the world of real estate and um you know the business mind etc tell us about this business matter cons oh, is it matter Matel, Matel, like M A T O, like Mato. Ah, I've understood. Mato, you've helped me. Thank you. Mato is a tree, actually. Noted. So Mato Concepts, it began in 2021, 2020, 2020, which was the year that there was lockdown and COVID and businesses were shutting down. I mean, that's, in my mind, I'm thinking, why start that business then? When did it start? Why did you choose to start it at the time? And tell us the inspiration behind now starting a business of your own and running it. So um, when I worked with Knight Frank, mm -hmm. my intention was to, you know, stay in employment and then find business elsewhere. I yes. never thought that I would start a real estate firm. But in 2017, I was working in Tanzania as a regional facilities manager for an international NGO, and I was on a flight back. So I stopped in Chigali and I meet a gentleman called Patrick mm -hmm. Mwesige. So on the flight back to Entebbe, he tells me, Claire, I have this dream that we are going to start a business together. Mm -hmm. So he shows me, he had already even done the logo for Mato. He, it was him who chose the name. Wow. So he says, I'm just waiting for you because you are the person who is going to do this business with me. I laughed. I thought, <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I'm not there. Mm -hmm. But I said, anyway, it's okay. 
So fast forward, in 2019, I do HI, and I write a book about real estate. Wow. And then um, in 2020, during the lockdown, I was like, I'm not going to sit here in this lockdown and waste time. Mm. So I signed up for a mastermind of SSFG. Ah, with straightforward financial mm -hmm. So when she was asking us to come up with ideas for yes. business, yes. I don't know why, but the Lord planted in my brain, start a real estate farm. Even <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. But because of that whole process of doing the mastermind, mm -hmm. I started to think about the things that people probably were dealing with at that time. Uh -huh. One of whom was my dad. He was... He's aging, he's way past the 70s, and he's now thinking, how do I manage these properties? Because like I said, my dad has been investing in land and property for all my life. Mm -hmm. So I started having conversations with him during the lockdown. So I then remember that conversation on a flight from Kigali. Mm -hmm. I call up Patrick, and we had a meeting in June, and I told him, I think I'm going to do this thing. I'm not even going to invent that. We'll bring the matter that you had designed. <laughs> even I was still asking him, how do we say the name? But oh, yeah. Okay, good. You've encouraged me. Yeah. So he said, are you sure? I told him, if God gave you the idea, I am not going to invent what God has already determined. Mm. He was like, I thank you, God. And so we started a couple of conversations. Um, at that time, I was working actually with a real estate developer as their general manager. But we were having conversations with him and he was saying, you know what, I want to move into agro processing. So it just happened to be at that time when I was thinking of exiting yes. from that employment to thinking of what to do. I had been, I was employed in three places at that time. One of them, it was a French farm. <laughs> I was their country lead and they shut down in June. Okay. So it was like God had orchestrated, yet I had been praying, God, please, I want to do businesses, I want to do businesses. And then, so that is how we start mm -hmm. in June with conversations all the way through August. But we really, really got into the business in January of 2021. Oh, yeah. okay. So the, the conceptualization, the mm. conversation starts in June, of but you launch in January of 2021. Yes. So I, I want us to sort of uh, tell us what problems you're solving as Mato. Why, what, yes, we, we hear the passion behind business, real estate, it's always been there. There's a crisis happening, opportunity, you've always desired business, and now there's this opportunity. And you say, let's step into it with your business partner. Um, but tell us what problems you're solving. Because there's probably someone watching right now, a couple of people, and they don't understand what is Mato concepts, what do you do, what problems do you solve? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So first of all, there's a very big misconception that property farms or real estate farms, are, we've been sort of branded brokerage services, and I will explain. Most mm -hmm. people know Kasulu, if you remember property masters. <laughs> Kasulu. Kasulu, yeah, he was a fam property masters. <laughs> um, Jomai, yes. Kanan, yeah. eh? all those people sell land, mm. and that's really what they do. They mm. buy land, subdivide, and sell, which is really a big part of real estate. But Mato, we set up the business to solve mainly problems that clients face when they are trying to make decisions. Mm -hmm. So 
if you're going to invest in real estate, it is big money. You better really do it when you know. So a lot of our clients are people who we give advisory services uh -huh. to. We also do property management, and there are a number of firms that do that. I think the biggest property management firm we all know is Knight Frank. We know Bagaine, they do that. But we were looking at the middle income. Yes. The person that I inter me, the me, who can afford to put up some rentals, who can afford to, you know, because there's this whole, I'm going to get my money, build apartments. Yes. How do you advise them? How do you solve their problems? And many of them didn't want property managers until the lockdown struck. Mm -hmm. And then tenants were not paying because there was a presidential directive yeah. that... Mm. They were, Can't chase us. So in that crisis, some people started calling me up. What do you do when tenants don't want to pay? <laughs> mm. But also, many people were frustrated. They, because in Uganda, we like a lot of copy and paste. So if your neighbor has a hardware shop, guess yeah, what? You get a hardware uh, shop. In fact, if I listen to Business Garage mm. and someone has started making hair products, tomorrow I'm going to start. Mm, why not? Uh, without even doing any homework, without doing any research, we get excited. But because I personally knew that every Ugandan, unless they are not a Ugandan, actually everyone I know, that I have met has three dreams in their lives. Tell us. Study and get an education, mm -hmm. get a family, mm -hmm. get a property. In between there, there are cars and what, but for you to feel like you have lived a life, property Are you a Ugandan? Mm. Some of you, yeah. these are the dreams. Study, hopefully this is a dream mm. of someone. Mm. Get what? A family. A family. Acquire a property. Get property. Some cuff, I, at least 50 by 100. Then you also sit among people and you have reached somewhere. <laughs> you are talking Apostle Moses' language. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, can you sit among people? Oh. Mm. 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 Yeah. Mm. So because of that, mm. many people actually get into the business of acquiring property without knowledge. Mm. Because... But what knowledge do I need to acquire property? Mm. Yeah. What knowledge do I need to find a property, buy the property? You see, mm. some of the pitfalls people have found, they don't know, for instance, that when you get property, there are costs associated. You don't see. We have landlords who buy their <laughs> rentals. Someone has built, they buy a house, and then they think the house will take care of itself. So <laughs> when they are doing the math, hmm? uh. I bought the property at 300 million. Uh -huh. I'm going to get rent of, you know, I'm just going to get rent. Like they see big money, and then they are not happy with themselves mm. when the money is coming in, and then there are things to fix. They didn't count that cost. Wow. Other, we also do a lot of work with professionals. When I was at Night Frank, Night Frank um, would be brought on as a consultant on large-scale projects mm -hmm. to advise the design team. And many times I was brought in because, of course, of my architectural background. Mm -hmm. So you come in and you tell them, mm, this is not going to work. You have not thought about the maintenance. So we had a case when we were managing one of the properties. They had put the plumbing what we call, you, you build it in situ. So as you're casting the column, you put in the pipe. Mm -hmm. And one of those properties, we had a very beautiful banking hall. 
the pipe was running through one of the beams and columns and then it burst. I got a call at around 6 a.m. that there's a sewage leak in Stanbeck in the banking, in the banking hall. hall of a bank. Mm. Mm. I was the head of property management. Mm. Mm. So we started to advise architects and landlords and you know people who are going to, so that is why it's important to have advice wow mm. so right from the design from that concept you you have you want to buy a piece of land we advise you want to you have a piece of land you want to build something, build something. we advise yes. you are designing we come in and review your designs and advise because wow. there is a cost associated to everything yes i strongly believe and i always tell my clients you better get it right the first time. Because, because the most painful thing is breaking. Redoing. And that's what Apostle is always talking yeah. about. It really bugs him when he says that you just wake up and say, break here. Break here. Add here. Add here. Add. Change here. Yeah. Take a quick dirisawa. No. Even if you it's have here. money. Hey. But if I saw it in my dreams, the building. Can't I advise? <laughs> I'm a prophet. <laughs> It is okay, mm. but allow us to review the vision. My prophetic vision. Mm. <laughs> and tell you whether it... Because you know, and it's so ironic because I work, I've worked in the maintenance side for the longest time, you mm. know? And engineers always complain. They complain about clients first, then they complain about architects because for us, we dream things. We come up and say, I want a ball. Yeah. A building. And a you building, want, which is a yeah, ball. A ball. And the engineer doesn't know how to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so you yes. save us, the, you save the, the, the regular person a yes. lot of pain, money, exactly. sleepless nights mm. to help the, them yes. be able to, to build their dream, whatever it is, or buy property without too much yes. Yes. headache and yes. extra costs. Yeah. And sometimes what feels like, because many times people are looking at you and saying, ah, you guys just want to take my money because I, I, why, why do I need your help? But in the end, what I'm hearing is that it will cost me if I don't get the professional help a lot more. Yes. The earlier you do it, the better. Because then there are certain few things we may do. I always tell people, if you're going to do any kind of project, mm. put aside no less than 10% for advisory support. Wow. Because that 10%, you will save it somewhere else. It's true. You yes. will actually, you can end up with a, a much greater cost because you haven't thought through something. So if you can do that, what is 10%? What you know, is 10%? The irony is people don't want to pay professionals. Dr. Okulu, I send you greetings. We want to buy our own medicine and medicate ourselves. Mm. Mm. Speaking as a culprit. <laughs> because we have Dr. Google, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and our you, small pharmacy uh, at home. <laughs> if I have a headache, stomach pain, pain in the toe, you triangulate on Google and then it tells you you are likely to be having pre-cancer. Then oh, you God. go and buy your own medicine. We do that. And then create a new disease. Exactly. So even when we come to building, because that is what my grandfather said. Remember the story I told you? Which my one? grandfather, hmm. when I told him I was going to do architecture, mm. he told me, but now really. Mm. The house I built, I told the fundi. Mm. Foot Put a wall here. 10 feet by 10 feet. Yeah. 
I have a house. Mm. Why are you important? But I need a doctor. Mm, he doctor. pleaded with me. Mm. You cannot waste five years. Mm, you just can't. to go and start telling to where to put the wall and the window. Hey. I will even share another small story. My kids, one time I was driving with them in the car. Mm. My mom had, a, had supermarkets at that time. And one of my sisters was working there. Mm-hmm. So my children asked me, Mama, we want you to buy, you know those Vaseline Land Cruisers? Eh? Hmm? Vaseline. Hey. They put on them Vaseline. They, you see it and you also like... It's like this. Yeah. So they told me, Mama, do you see that Jeep? Mm. Why don't you buy it? Why are you in this sea? Mm, I was this driving one. an Ipsam. Ipsam is good. I want to say Ipsam is good. Apmo, I send you greetings. Ipsam is so, good. I told them the kind of work I do. I cannot afford this. They were like, wow. So they asked me, what do you do? Yeah. And I couldn't explain to them what an architect <laughs> does. So I told them I'm a builder. They told me, mama. Why don't you become a shopper like Auntie Kemba? You know? She always has money. Of course, she's a shopper. <laughs> so, people misunderstand the value of professional help because they don't really know. But like I said during the lockdown, some people got caught. Yes. Mm. And I think when you keep saying professional help, what I'm hearing is the intangible solutions. Exactly. Because it's easy for us to look at someone who sells stuff and that makes sense to me. I give you cash, you hand me an item that I can touch. The thing that we hear about a lot in this movement, about the value of the intellectual, because it's the mind that creates. And I think that the architects are, are professionals in that sense, that they help you think, conceptualize, be able... You know, every time we are with Apostle, he's, when he sees a bad building, he almost cries. These people don't understand the lighting, the what, the air. The, for me, I'm just seeing a nice building. So I'm like, the air, the lighting. The, okay, we are so sorry. You know, and I think that's why we need the professional. Someone spent five years in school understanding how to think about buildings. And when you sit in a building like where we are and you can breathe well and it's not hot, sometimes you think it's just by... It happens. It happens. Just, mm. eh? just it happened. It's Jesus. Uh, uh, yes, but no. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we actually need professionals. And I read, that's why I like your business and the fact that we're talking about this today. Because many times when we think business, we think yeah, product. 50 by 100 is real estate. No, there's a lot more that wow. professionals provide. 50 by 100 is not, just, is not enough to say that's real estate. Mm. But there's a lot that professionals provide. So if you want to send us questions, Join us on our YouTube. Send your question there. We'd like to answer the questions that you have. Um, right, but right now, so uh, Mrs. Rueza, you told us about the problems you solve, misconceptions that people have about professional services, not only the service that you provide, but many professional services, and that it will cost you a lot more if you refuse professional help than it would. Like It, it saves you pain, time, money, and, and just a waste of resources to get professional help. Can you tell us a little bit more about Mato Concept? So you began 2021 in yes. the lockdown. What's happening now? How many people are you in the business? How many are being employed? How many clients are you serving? Just give us a picture of what it's looking like right now. Okay. So when we started um, in January, we had one employee, but right now there's 
four full-time staff. Wow. We are four directors because all the, I didn't mention, I'm not running just one outfit. I have three businesses I lead and I prefer to be called a team leader. Okay. So, Mato as a team, we are eight. So four directors and four full-time staff. But we also have another off-site team, the ones who are at the properties we manage, another four. So in the first year, we are about 12. Wow. Mm. 12 people have their lives been changed and they have hope because you started something. Uh, it's economic. Any, any, some more clients yeah. that you're serving? So currently, we have about 14 properties on our book wow. that we are handling. We are also, our clients include uh, National Water. Mm. Uh, we've done work for National Water. Um, we've, um, we've done work for Life Water. We've, we have about a client list of about, currently about 13. 13 clients that you're mm. helping mm. and problems that you're solving. Yeah. If you don't have those 14 clients that you're managing, I think you can... What's, what's the dream? What's the dream for Mato? Where, where do you see it going? Um, what's the dream? So maybe just a bit more. Our yeah. three key service lines. Yeah. We have what is called agency. Um, agency services is where we do brokerage. So if you have a property you want to sell, that's the typical. We do that. We also have property and facilities management. If you have a facility, we will help you manage it. And managing it is not just collecting grants. What is managing it? Managing it is about the maintenance of the property. It's about advice on how you can improve. It's everything to make sure that the building actually continues to give you value for the long haul. Then, on top of that, our biggest area of focus as Mato, which brings me to our dream, is on client advisory and what we call research. We want to go and act, because if you look at the real estate market, one of the biggest gaps is lack of information that is clear. The only people who are giving us reports currently is Knight Frank. There's a little bit of information coming in from UBOS, Uganda Bureau of Statistics, but largely all the information that is out there is sort of um, speculative. Yeah. So what we have done in year one is to get a team on the ground of 120 brokers and other affiliates we work with mm -hmm. so that we can, so we are mapping out Kampala. Mm this year and Wakiso, Greater Meta Metropolitan Kampala. Mm -hmm. And we want to be able to work with clients. Anytime a client wants information, we deploy our team on ground to be able to gather information um, that we can use to be able to help people make decisions. So this year we want to launch a newsletter that we can use wow. to ES. So that, those are the kind of things we are looking at. Our biggest area is going to be on advisory services. Yeah. Wow. I like it. I like it. And I think that we are starting as a generation, maybe because I belong to Worship Harvest, mm. the land conversation is now a real conversation. The land property conversation, if you're a member of Worship Harvest and you're shocked that I'm saying the land conversation is a real conversation, your disciple um, needs Jesus. But just know that here we believe that you should own land, regardless of your age. There's, there's no age at which you're too young to own land and property. 
but also that all of us, one of the dreams of our apostle is that every member of Worship Harvest should own a home. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why you're here. Yeah. And so when we have people like, like, like Pastor Claire in these businesses, these are, these are resources that God is raising in our generation to make these things possible and help us actually embrace this dream. So I think we have some questions coming through from our online audience. Let me quickly have a look. Uh, here we go. Okay, the questions are still coming on. Pastor Jeremy is sending questions, but let me go straight here and see. Uh, Pius Andruda said, what trends do you see in the next few years in the real estate, considering that the economy is reemerging from the COVID-19 related slump that was in the real estate uh, business world? First of all, I like what Akmo says, which is what I have always been telling people. We don't make any more land. It, it is there. What a shock. Mm. If you want any trend, that is the first and only trend I'll talk about. <laughs> they are not making any more land. Yes. Even after COVID-19. No. Okay. Currently, mm. I want to give you some quick statistics Please. as we are talking. Mm? Mm. Uganda has, I want to say it in acres, so that you know. Oh, God. Where is my phone? We have 59.6 million acres in Uganda. Hmm? In Wakiso, where we are, this is Kira municipality, we have 471,040 acres of land. How much of that is yours? Hmm? So if, you, if there is anything I can ad advise you to invest in, hmm. First and foremost is land. This goes out to young couples. Buy land, buy land, buy... I don't know how else to say it. Buy land. Mm. Even but, if the spouse is unhappy, mm, at the honeymoon and asking Dr. you for Ruweza, three weeks, I mm. send you much greetings. You buy land. <laughs> you will convert them one day. They will even speak louder than you. Hey. Mm. Mm. Okay. We had a joke in our house. The maids used to say, because all the money was going towards buying land. Oh, that the milk is only for the baby. Mm. That's what it means. So, what other trends are there? The first um, trend, can you say it again? What's the first trend? Land. Because they are not making any more. I've only heard of Dubai where they reclaim the sea. We are not there. They claim the sea? Yes. The sea is the land. <laughs> They are That's creating land in the sea. It is well. Yeah. And even if it is far away, don't fear. Don't fear. People were buying in Luero, and even me, I was laughing. One million an acre, mm. and now it is 14. Not very long ago. And it's going to keep mm. going. My father was offered land in Kulambiro, where I live. Two million for two acres. He refused. This is in the 90s. He said, this village, who on earth can he? put their precious money here. Oops. Mm. Oops. Mm. An acre where he showed me where they had offered him is a pity. <laughs> mm. Mm. Eh, I'm liking these trends. Mm. Mm. So land, mm. but there's a big difference between land and buildings. <laughs> 
the value of land appreciates so quickly. Mm. Buildings don't appreciate that fast. Wow. So don't be in a hurry to build, but buy be land. in a hurry to buy land. Wow. Yes. Yes. Like I want to add to Apostle Moses' message. In fact, Apostle Moses will be your ambassador. Please buy land. Please buy land. Buy the land campaign mm. should be for the church and, and for also people. for individuals. Uh, wow. Yes. So we've had we are launching mm. buy the land at home there, and in church. We will have covered. But those who are interested in other trends, of course, we've been waiting uh, at the higher level for what is called the final investment decision on oil. So mm. that is on, <laughs> and that came out last year. So that is a big thing. Because that means there's going to be an influx yes. of businesses, and an influx of businesses means an influx of people. So that means that offices which had been affected during the lockdown, there's a likelihood that there will be an, you know, take up of office space. Yeah. There will be an take up of residentials um, in a certain category. There will be need for entertainment places. There will be, it's a big deal. So yes. if you're not following the trends in the oil, oil sector, start following. Okay. Yeah. But I also want to tell people, when you see towards the election, hmm, it's a good time. to. If people are looking for trends, eh, you start planning. People are willing to dispose during that time. Wow. Mm. Mm. A lot of wisdom and many other free, things, and many other mm. things. The other things you can contact Mato Concepts, yeah, and pay some money to get advice, right? So I think the other last question that I'll ask is quickly: people are saying, how where do they find you? Okay, mm. um, our offices are in Tinder, although we've outgrown our Tinder office, so we are moving to we are moving to, <laughs> to the Kulambiro Ring Road, so. Those who are looking for us, they can share my number and I will. So we are in the process of moving actually in the next couple of weeks. Perfect. So we can share your number with the people who are looking for the services of Mato Concepts. And that number is 0779 Zero seven seven nine eight seven five one seven four. You can contact Pastor Claire Rueza and you'll get the help you need. Hasn't this been very educative and fun? You've learned so much. You've left with a clear action point. What is the one thing you've been told to do this year? Buy land. Start a buy the land campaign in your own life and make sure you also participate in the buy the land campaign here at Worship Harvest, our studio audience, you may be seated. Help me appreciate Mrs. Claire Rueza, the lead, one of the leaders at Mattel Concepts. Wow, this has been a really nice, educative interview, inspiring, and hopefully we've inspired you to also start something this year that can give solutions and solve a problem in the area where God has equipped you. But before we come to the end of our broadcast today, listen. It all begins with Jesus. Without Jesus, everything we are talking about is meaningless. If you own land but you do not have the assurance of salvation in eternity, it's of no use. But what gives hope to us and what makes us want to make a difference 
is that when we come into contact with Jesus Christ, life himself, our lives have true meaning. So if you're watching or you're in the room here or anywhere where we are gathered today and you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus Lord of your life, we want to give you that opportunity right now. He loves you. He paid the full price for your sin and all he wants is to come to him so that he can give you a life of significance. So if that's you today and you've never given your life to Jesus, today is the day of your salvation. Would you put your hand up where you are? You're saying, it's me. I want to say yes to Jesus. Put your hand up. And would like to, I see a hand. It's going up. Yes, my sister, put that hand up. Boldly, boldly in the room where you are. You're saying, yes, I'm saying yes to Jesus today. I'm receiving him as my Lord and Savior. A pastor will come to you where you are. If you're online, just put your hand up. You don't need an audience, even if you're alone. And just say yes to Jesus. And would like to, you to pray this simple prayer after me right now. Here in the room, we have two people who have said yes to Jesus right now. And we're excited about that. Would you just pray this prayer after me? Because salvation is just you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you receive the gift of salvation. Say, Lord Jesus, today I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your love. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we want to say welcome to the family of God. Let there be celebration here because in heaven there is a celebration. Our online audience, if you've received Jesus, we want to hear from you. There's a pastor with a phone waiting to get in, to, to get in contact with you. Send us a message on 0775-642449. That is 0775-642449. 2449. Let us know. I made a decision to follow Jesus today. We want to connect you to a loving family and walk with you. Thank you once again for joining us for Business Garage. We'll be bringing you more stories of startups every Sunday here on our social media platforms on Spirit TV and Spirit FM and everywhere else you're joining us from 7.30 a.m. We begin with praise and worship. Don't miss out. We'll see you again. Share this video with someone that you care about and encourage them to start something but also to buy some land this year. You're blessed. See you again next week but also see you at 9 a.m. for our main garage here on all our social media platforms. Bye. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.